This your boy, Mike Sean, the mouthpiece of the Southeast, the former Punchline King, the new heiress, Petey Green. You are listening to Rebuke. This is Mimi from the DMV by the way of Detroit, and you're listening to Rebuke. This is Akio Miller, a.k.a. Coach Miller out of Pontiac, Michigan. I'm just saying, ooh, listen to Rebuke. This is Jerry, and you're listening to Rebuke. My name is Rosemary Wilson, a.k.a. One Single Rose. Checking in from the 313, and you are listening to Rebuke. Hey, this is Sarita, living in Alabama with Missouri Roots, and you're listening to Rebuke. This is Marcus Jones, and you're listening to The Realest Man in Huntsville. You're now listening to Rebuke. Uh, this will make the 26th episode, and this episode is called Get It Off Your Chest. Um, I've been wanting to do this episode for a long time, but um, I never had the right mix of people to do it, so I've always been on the back burner. And if you, um, But I'd like to address the elephant in the room. The reason why this show has came about, and I had this conglomerate of people on the show, um, it was a it's a song that's been out for about three weeks now, and um, it's been very controversial. Um, I'm, it's by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. I don't know why she want to call herself a male horse, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's called. Um, I'm, I had to say it. We're going to get a little graphic. We are grown, but it's called Wet Ass Pussy. And when I first heard this song, um, the first 16 seconds, matter of fact, uh, I, I, I turned it off. I really wasn't feeling it. And maybe I'm getting old, whatever. Uh, uh, whatever. People that know me, I got an old spirit anyway. But when I heard it, I was like, oh, the first thing I thought about was my knee. So. So I want to say that up front before I get in really engaged in the, in the show. Um, uh, I fell in love with hip hop in 93, 94. Um, I came, everybody knows me, I'm an army brat and I was raised on an army base most of my life until 1995. And my parents were real religious around that time. So listening to rap was very hard for me. I had to sneak and do it. Um, but I fell in love with rap when I heard Warren G, uh, Snoop Dogg, What's My Name, Gangstar, Mass Appeal, uh, Tribe Called Quest, A War Tour. So that really, that's when I fell in love with hip hop. But as I grew up and and got older, I realized that the music that I really love has changed drastically. Um, the skill level has, has changed drastically. So, um, 
And to get into it, uh, first, I want to thank all the guests that are on the show because uh, yeah, I didn't have to be on here. So I'd like to thank Sean, Jerry, Sarita, Mimi, Akio, Rose, and Langston being on the show. Um, me and my uh, one of the uh, people on the uh, panel today, we had a big uh, discussion over the phone. Let's just clearly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a big discussion over the phone about the effects of music and stuff like that. Um, so uh, I, I just want to, before I go, get into the, the name of the show, the name of the show is, is it really entertainment? So before I answer this question to the panel, I'd like to read some um, lyrics uh, from one of my favorite songs. Um, Broken glass everywhere, people pissing on the stairs, you know, they just don't care. I can't take the smell, I can't take the noise, got no money to move out. I guess I got no choice. You went all the way back. <laughs> yeah. You're the alligator baseball bats. Okay. Let's, let's okay. So after reciting those rhymes, just a snippet of that's the message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Is music? I'm gonna ask the person I got in the big argument first, Akio. Uh, <laughs> is music, especially hip hop, is only entertainment? Why and why not? I feel it is. Is it's only entertainment? Okay, let me. Um, I feel it's entertainment, but I think it's it's all in who like we talked before. Like it's all about who's listening. But I mean, it has changed from that line from that from that particular song to today. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. So it's not entertainment, but it is. It's entertainment because. It's music, it's to get the people to listen, but it's not because it's bringing a message. But like any other message about how you take it. So. All right, all right. Uh, Langston, the homie in Memphis, Tennessee. Is music just entertainment? On the surface, yes, but as you look, you know, like with anything else, and as you grow older, I think, and you challenge your perspective, you start to see it's more edutainment than entertainment you know it's an entertainment has a it has a target and it has an objective that it's trying to achieve and so that's that's where i stand on it okay uh me me oh you know this you got batman you got wonder woman from <laughs> they always trying to tag team me on facebook so go ahead uh wonder woman oh, wow. is it uh is it entertainment think for the most part it is entertainment um with anything there's messages it it can enhance the mood but i don't think music controls you mm. so when we had that discussion on facebook it seemed like he was coming from a stance of music controls your movements and tr controls your actions and for me i don't think that's right <laughs> It could if you're dealing with people who are very impressionable and who don't understand entertainment in real life. Mm. <clears throat> mm. Interesting. Um, I see facial expressions ready to bust. I don't know which one I want to choose. Uh, 
Let me, Sean, come on, brother. Come on. Hey, what's going on, Mike Sean? Um, So for me, I believe that it's entertainment, but it all depends on the person itself. So for me, it's entertainment. But for somebody who's lived on the streets, who's actually lived that lifestyle, it's more to them. And a a lot of times, us as black men, we've internalized hip hop, meaning that you have 38-year-olds who are still trying to put out mixtapes. So... So for the most part, I, I'm sorry. So for me, it's entertainment. For some people, it might be more. They're they're living it. And and to what Mimi was saying, it can control you, right? Because when you go to a club, come on now. Twenty years later, when you hear that doom 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 doom, come on, women now. they immediately run to the dance floor. Not 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 saying not, wait, not saying wait. all not not saying all, but it's just it's just something about that juvenile beat that just makes some women just you know. Yep, we, and we're not gonna talk about. I'm a frat boy, so I threw parties. You know what I mean? We ain't gonna even talk about Lil John and the East Side Boys. As soon as what? you put that on there, yeah. But we we, we, we that's another. We we we'll get to that. Uh, Sarita, is it just entertainment? And then Jerry. So we can go to the next question. You know, I'll have to go with, and excuse my voice, I've been therapizing all day. Um, but I'm gonna have to say it's a mixture of both. You know, just within our community, music is so much more than entertainment. <clears throat> music is our way of life, music is our way of expression. It means so much more depending on the genre that you listen to, you will get those subliminal messages. Lacey, you was trying to say something? I had a question. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Jerry. Get your piece in so I can get Lacey and <laughs> I can get a Keo over here. So I, I'm just, I'm going to pretty much go the, the same route as Serena. You know, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I was going to read something real quick from the National Alliance of Mental Health. It's a music can, utilize, can be utilized to regulate our mood. Uh, while there are benefits of matching music to our mood, it can potentially keep us stuck in a depressive, angry, or anxious state. What? And I think it can it can what? keep us stuck. But <laughs> <laughs> y'all and, just said it was entertainment, though. Like food. You know, think about it like this: as a as a therapist, um, it's a coping skill for people that may be in a depressive mood. You know, um, so it affects feelings. I don't get yeah, no feelings when I play man. ping pong, man. But go ahead. You know, you ain't on, your, on your state. You know, if, if I'm already crunk up, I learned a long time ago, I don't play too far. Because yeah. I'm going to get even more crunk depending on what song I listen to. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to Bill Mama, I might start thinking about my mama. Change my mood some. But 
it just depends. And I think it also has a a great bearing on your on your uh, upbringing, on mm. the trauma that you've been through. Mm. Uh, I think Man. that plays a big role. Come, come on, Lane. So I see you you ready, bro. I wish it's you had your, your screen, yeah. there, brother. But go ahead. Man, look. So he he's on the same on that same road that I'm on with this because here's what you have to understand, right? Is understanding the purpose of stuff, right? So they'll tell you life's a bowl of candy. You can have one, right? Okay, grab that one, then it leads to other issues. So you start looking at originally the music had a message for African Americans and this was a form of expression. This was a way not only a cry out, but it was also was a it was a way out. Because you had brothers and sisters that would come together and they could use this music thing to get out of the situation that they were in. Well, it became almost the same thing. It's kind of like when you start looking at the crack epidemic because they're they're related in the fact that both of these were vehicles that were laid in front of you as a way out, but they had lasting repercussions. And if you don't think that media plays a part in anything that you do, when you take a lit when you take a look and study Hitler, his rise to power started years before everything really got chaotic and it started with media because he who controls the media, you control the idea of a person who even thinks that they know who they are. Langston, we didn't need Michael Max, but I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I brought him on the show, baby. That's why I brought him on the show. Um, you can also go further back to slavery. I mean, music was used to give messages of when it's time to run and, you know, where to go, what, where it's safe to go. So, I mean, music, it plays both. Yeah, that's what I said. It's a cross between education in entertainment, mm -hmm. but somehow there is a friction of a merger that, you know, has given us some of the music that we have now. It really doesn't even fit in the genre, doesn't even fit into much of anything but entertainment, if that's how you like to be entertained. Mm. I got a can question. I take, can I, oh. I'm sorry. Can I take it a little further and say that uh, let's be honest and say some of our music has been weaponized against our community. What? Uh, Most certainly. Intentionally, you know, yes. It, 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 it's you feeding... just said it was entertainment, Jerry. Now it's a weapon. He said it was the cross. You know, I've, been, I've been riding this fence for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, we have, to, we have to look at it. Like the people, for the people in our community that are impressionable, right? Mm. Uh, you know, we're we're talking to a group of a panel of people that uh, that don't have issues with self esteem, self worth. You're, when you're talking about somebody who's trying to get to some of the places where we are, I mean, you think about it. If if I can if I can give you the message that this is your only way out, this is who you're gonna be, this is uh, this is your purpose, then I just put you on the track to be whatever I want you to be. You know, um, I listen to the to the negative the thing about it uh we still have a lot of positive music out there and i never see people pulling those positive artists onto the yeah. media saying let's promote them in, in 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 the different uh communities you know i've never heard somebody say hey you know and, and and for rappers let's say this some of them give a lot more to the community than our actors and our athletes you know so we have to make sure that we see that weapon that weaponized part of our music. That's what I think has happened from when hip hop first started. Mm. Just my opinion. Okay. Well, my question is, at what point are we gonna, like, I get what you're saying, 
it could be used a weapon, but anything could be a weapon. Like, are we gonna blame? The, like, the question, like, okay, hip hop could be a weapon used that way. Well, so is a broom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, anything could be a weapon. At what point do you like? Okay, the community be like, hey, dude, don't use that broom to kill nobody. The broom is for meant for cleaning up. Yeah. Music is meant for entertainment. Like, at what point are we gonna put like, hey, maybe the community is failing, not the artists or the songs? At what point do we take responsibility? That's what that's, I'm asking. That's, that, that's, that's the thing. That's what I'm asking. Well, can I, can I, can I, can I, can I, let me, let me finish, let me finish. Everybody can't talk on the same time. Okay. Let me finish. So let's go back to like Boys in the Hood, right? Remember that scene where Fierce was in Compton with saying, you don't own any boats or planes? Mm -hmm. there's, there's, a, there's a thing that you have to realize. You have a choice to sell crack. You have a choice to use drugs. I don't like Chick-fil-A, so I'm not gonna eat Chick-fil-A. If I don't like a certain brand of hip hop, I'm not gonna listen to that certain brand of hip hop. I'm not gonna blame the white man. I'm not gonna blame these mm -hmm. Jewish execs. I'm gonna blame us. It is our choice to say, you know what? I'm not gonna support world star hip hop. You know, I haven't been on world star, star, star hip hop in five years because that was my choice. At what point do we say, you know what? My little girl is five years old. I'm not gonna let her listen to why. I'm gonna take TikTok away from her. We have to lay. We have to put the put the foot down. It's up to us. We can't expect anybody else to stop weaponizing the music or or just promoting the negative. It, it's up to us. Mm -hmm. Now, my second question is: Over the years, hip hop has done, like we said before, a lot of positive things for the community. Snoop has a football team. Jay Z has been bailing out inmates. Uh, we put police brutality on the forefront through hip hop. Uh, we kept some kids out of gangs. African Barbada, he, he, when he started in New York. But David Banner said something that was very intriguing to me. David Banner said uh, that black music is the only music that degrades his people. And I started doing some research and I'm listening to the top country music and pop, you know. But we're gonna get into those those, those them, them grading terms. And Alonzo is is the guy that signed Ice Cube to his first hip hop contract. And he was from Compton. And he said in the late 70s, uh early 80s, there was more civilians than gangsters. And you couldn't just join a gang back in those times. Either you had some hands, either you really can fight. Or you can you was contributing somewhere. You was uh, uh, you was fighting the police, or you was donating. You know, what I'm you was, you had a, a mission to be in the game. After uh, N.W.A. and Ice T. Six in the morning came on, he said almost everybody is a gangster on in this region. Gosh, so yeah. So after saying that, is my question is: Has hip hop has been more a detrimental to the uh, to the black culture rather than good with the hypersexual colorism, drugs, violent acts, and this that is constantly stated in the music. Rose, Can I go? you want uh, 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 I, I know it's my show. Did you hear the my question? Say, I will cut your mic clean off. <laughs> Did you hear the question? Was, were, were, yeah, were you talking? You were directing the question at me. I'm directing the question to everyone, but I'm going. I'm going to you first. 
No, I don't think that hip hop has been detrimental to the culture. If anything, it's been a, a great tool because it's reaching people that normally wouldn't listen to that type of music. Like the, the messages that it's sending, music is a way to deliver a message and, and that's exactly what it's doing. And I think it's actually helping in some respects, but some lyrics of certain songs are, aren't doing that. So it's basically about what what are you listening to? What are you trying to get from this music? Hmm. All right, Keo, you're so anxious, like genuine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. To, to answer what you were saying, um, you said back when NWA and Ice-T came out, mm-hmm. and that's when the, honestly, I don't think it has nothing to do with music. That has to do with money and the crack epidemic, because that's what they were rapping about. Okay. So if you you can't put that on that, like they wouldn't rap about selling crack and drugs if they didn't have it. But they use like, music to advertise it though. If you listen to music back in the day, they wasn't really advertising. They were telling how life was for them during the crack epidemic and during those riots. That's what the music is about. They wasn't saying come be like gangster. Colors wasn't about come join a gang. It was about this is what gang life is about. If you go back and listen to the song. That's what I was trying to get out. So I wouldn't say you can't blame that one on hip hop to me. I was asking a question, Batman. Yeah, a lot of but, just oh, go, 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 go ahead. A lot of hip hop was is just an exposure to a different life, or a different lifestyle, or a different experience, or the different experience of people of color in those situations. I mean, just like if you're listening to R and B different exposure to different varieties of love and relationships. Hip-hop says the same thing, and you have the choice to listen to it or not, and whether or not it's intriguing to you, whether it is intriguing to you, um, if you decide to emulate it, and it gave people people of color and people of non-color just another sight into a reality. And they chose to do what they wanted to with that new vision that they had. Be it to emulate it, be it to push back and say, oh no, we don't want this in our community. Oh no, we don't um, want this on the radio. But it just gave a, a different light. And again, it's just the evolving of hip hop, evolving of commerce, evolving of the music industry that's turned it into something different. But in general, it's just giving you a glimpse of what being in a gang looks like, what living on the street looks like, what all of that looks like without having to actually be in it. Maybe I had Steve Urkel glasses on when I was watching the music when y'all were watching it, but it was, they glorified it. Your videos are entertainment. To you. There came, there came a point where they glorified it, but originally, I'm gonna tell you, man, originally, a lot of people who are real, who are real G's out here, whatever, they didn't want to be known for that. And that's part of the breakdown that you have right now is because at the end of the day, um, and being a little transparent, man, it's like this and not to celebrate it, but back in the day, there was a there was a code that you abided by and that code was regulated by OGs, hence, hence the term of an OG, he actually meant something. Um, when you, when a lot of those went away, the, the code, as crazy as it may sound, the the code was violated, the code was removed. And so now you have young people out here and money is available to all. And so without any any rules of engagement, 
it's just you know it's kind of like it's like guerrilla warfare stuff can happen anywhere and there's no there's no real leadership and that's how we get into the situation that we're in now because you have these young people who they trying to see a way out they think this is going to impress the og but the og on the block right now he only there because he just happened to stay around by default but he never was was truly you know he never was truly about that or for that role and the true and the real ones are, are locked up on on nonsense you know but and and we're dealing with the remnants of it now okay appreciate lace i want i want to use i'm gonna use somebody for example okay uh deshaun what, what's your major uh which one it don't matter <laughs> undergrad uh business administration Okay, cool. We, we was in the same building. We if we attend the same college, you know, mine was marketing. Mm-hmm. The, re- the reason why I say that is because although we are all black on this panel, we're not the same. You get what I'm saying? So all because you you majored in business administration does and say that yo I'm business administration doesn't mean it's meant for me. And what I'm trying. I'm trying to say here with the overhead picture is that, yeah, some of us came from sound foundation. Some of us, like Jerry said, have high, high uh, self-esteem about ourselves. But we're talking about the top tier. What about the other people that they don't got it? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and you got you to gotta watch out for them as well. My take is, I have to agree with David Banner. Um, in order for somebody to actually learn about a particular culture, what you do is you read their literature and you listen to their music. If mm. another culture was to listen to our music, I'm not sure it would shed us in a positive light. I mean, I'm, I'm just being, and, and it, this is coming from a person who loves music and believes it's entertainment. But in all honesty, it does not shed us in the, the best light. All I right. Mean, you, yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Can I can I add this that you know we talk about the crack epidemics and we talk about the different communities. I heard uh, Master P said is they asked him why he talked about the things that he talked about. He was like because that's what his community reflected. It reflected drugs, guns, crack. It was a reflection of what he saw. Uh, and some of these things that we're talking about, I, I know at one point we we mentioned country. I listened to a little bit of country. Uh, rock and roll. I listen to different genres of music. Uh, I'll tell you this: the thing that I know that's different about our culture is that when we hear somebody talking about crack, crack was put in our community. That's not. Let, let's remember, we were brought over here as slaves. It's not black men that flew planes to put crack in our community. You can get on the internet, to, but do you have to look up crack? and look up well, and you'll see that crack was was put in, in our community. So what we're talking about. It is is what we we actually see out of our doors and out of our windows. I'm not saying I'm not justifying it. You got to be accountable for your own behavior. It's a lot of people that grew up in communities where it was a lot of drugs and alcohol, and they went out to do great things in their life. But just like you see somebody that's physically fit, some people are not as mentally strong as others. Question. Uh, the next question. This goes to uh, Mimi because you haven't haven't spoke much. This and this fits you right. <laughs> yes, come on with it, Cletus. Come on with it. Look at this question. Bitches, hoes, <laughs> sluts, thoughts, freaks, oh, broads, oh. baby mamas, etc., are common terms throughout rap music. I watched a documentary of 
gangster music. And Queen Latifah, you know, one of, you know, I had a crush on her because she had that big hat and ooh, ladies first, ladies first, you know. Uh, uh, y'all can laugh all y'all want to. <laughs> Unfortunately, she, she, never mind. But I'm <laughs> checking for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ladies first. Set it off. Set it off. After watching it, Queen Latifah stated that it was up to men to change the outlook on women in music. My question is to you, Mimi. Is it is it the black man's fault that black women are regarded as trash, disrespected, low self esteem, and the most kidnapped uh, individuals when it comes to sex trafficking? Is it our fault that women are risking their lives going into hotel rooms trying to get butt implants and stuff like that? And that's a different question. No, 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 no. That, that, <laughs> no. You, you uh, wait, 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 Mimi. Oh, I wouldn't put all the blame on black men, but it's both. It's black men and black women. Okay, go I, ahead. Why are we black men is because if a woman is trying to get the affection and attention of a man, and if all the men are running after that woman with the butt implants and scantily clad dress, then she's feel like, well, what can I do to get the attention? So let me change up and be like that woman, and I'll get the attention of a man. Um, but it also it's on women to understand that that's the wrong type of attention. And if you want somebody of substance, you don't need to be that naked woman on the pole. So it's, it's on both. It's on the community as a whole to uplift our men and our women to be the best positive person that they can be. There's an, there's an old African proverb that states that a nation or race can rise no higher than the moral position of the woman. Oh man, we can uh, end the show right there, bro. We can. Uh, we can oh, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, benediction. My, my bad. My, go, my ahead. Bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so, so yes, we, we, we. I think that, like what Minnie's saying, we, we have the black man, the black woman have. We are co-conspirators of our own degradation. So. Um, yeah, we can blame the man because a lot of us, a lot of black men, we don't defend our black women like we should. Um, but a lot of that has to fall on the black women for checking other black women. You know what I'm saying? If you guys have ever heard of the uh, the one by the name of uh, Sarah Bartman, the hot and hot mm -hmm. Venus, mm -hmm. have you guys? I'm pretty sure Mimi is, is aware of her. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with her. She was she was yeah she was basically an African woman with a big ass, right? And so she met a European that would promise her a life of luxury. But what happened was she ended up a prostitute and in a circus. So when she died at the age of 25, they cut her ass off and they put it on display. And they actually did scientific experiments. So she was 25. And we're talking about Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B. They're roughly the same age. Now, Sarah Bartman was tricked into being this degraded human being. But Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B, you know, they volunteer to show their asses. So I think a lot of it, yeah, we as black men, we have to come out and say wrong is wrong, but also the sisters, the older ones, the more educated ones, have to pull that young sister to the side and say, you know what, we're not gonna do this anymore. 
got it. So, got but it. that's gonna be difficult for them to do while they're watching Real Housewives because here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the, 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 the true Hollywood story behind it. The true Hollywood story behind it is, and it, and it frustrated me because if you pay attention, right? All right, right now, if I come out and I have a thought on something that's that's actually articulate, you know, society would tell me, hey. You know, that, that thought is different. You, you shouldn't have that thought. But if I come out here on something that's crazy and full of nonsense that hurts my people, then the very master of society comes and says, that's your freedom of thought. You should express that. How is it that we give the masters of media all this control over what freedom of expression is? And so like when you have a group of people who have no ties to the cultures other than an economic growth opportunity, presenting the image of our people and they are not our people that's problem number one but then accountability sets in when do we say hey my my image is not going to be attached to that brand of nonsense when do we pull back like we were talking about that accountability and ownership to say no that we're not being depicted the correct way because because they treat it and it's it's disheartening to see a lot of times when people talk about a strong black woman sometimes they're talking about, they're not talking about a woman who can observe and, and plan and still make a business happen. They talking about somebody who's out here loud and all this other type of nonsense. And like, that's not, that's not us. You know, that's, that's not the cream of the culture.